Let's go. I don't know why I played this song. It's not even Halloween anymore. It's November. It's Halloween when we record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get the vibe going out there. I see the turn. Get it. Let's get it. I don't know. I just... This song actually came on when I was teaching class yesterday. This is a Halloween classic. Mm-hmm. On our own is the top five Halloween song as far as R&B. Made by the king of R&B himself, B. Brown. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B. Love. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. India Marie and B. Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday with Demi since Monday. Give it up for yourself one time. We need a handshake. Um, we need to mm-hmm. shake hands at the end. I feel like everybody should have a secret handshake with their wives. Come on, let's do it. Make one up Can't on just the spot. Make one up on the spot. Do you think people out there have a secret handshake that they do with their person? Yeah, you don't see if them you celebrate uh, wedding some, videos where they say I yeah, do, and yeah, then after right. that, they <laughs> a little handshake. I got a little jiggy at the wedding. I did, you know, the LeBron. So you think that one a week? You looked at me like I was crazy. So you look at me like that all the time. Quite <laughs> frequently, that's your favorite look to give me. It's a side eye and a nod. But yeah, that's I think yeah, I I th- give us a secret handshake. This is gonna can let me let me show They can't give us a secret. It's be like this, and then you ball yours up, ball yours up, open it up a little bit more, a little bit more like this. It's gonna be the secret handshake. It's so childish. That's gonna be it. You ball it up, circle it, do it again. Why are you fingering my fist? Let you know I need some of that thing. Secret handshake. You know what that means. You are such a weirdo. <laughs> why, why I got to be a weirdo for giving a no. you a sexual innuendo? Some people got a lot of kids. <laughs> Some people have a lot of kids out there. And when it's time to get it on, you got to use cold words. Like, uh, what was that movie? That girl movie that you like? All the girls liked it. I don't know what you're Sex talking about. in the city. When they were talking about they didn't want to go color or they did a crayon. It was something about colors and crayons. I don't remember. Why that. do I remember that right now? I, I, didn't, I didn't even but know anyway, you've even seen Sex in the City. I, I'm a chick flick phenomenon. Speaking of, speaking of, let's get right into something real fast. So over the weekend, I found a show two weekends ago. What, this weekend? It doesn't matter. No. Within the last two weekends. I saw this show on Netflix as I was perusing. I'm an HBO Max type of guy, but sometimes I do fall into the Netflix realm. So I'm perusing Netflix, and I see this show, and it has Zoe Saldana in it. Now, y'all all know how I feel about Drea and my wife and Joy, but they, I, need, I don't need to say you. They already know how I feel about you. Don't get upset. I ain't say you first. But Zoe Saldana was before all of them. She predated India. But anyway, anything with Zoe Saldana in it, I'm going to watch it. So, boom, I cut it on. And when I saw the first five minutes, I said, Indy, I'm going to stop watching this show because I think you are going to like it. And I want you to watch it with me. She said, cool. A day later, she cheated on me. Y'all know what that means out there. She started watching That's it without true. me. She started it was watching like it without me. Four days later. It was four, four days, days later. Of watching she cheated football on me. and basketball. So, I said, fine. I'm just going to start it by myself. Ah, you do is sit up here and watch football and basketball. You know what Amber said in her vials? And I'm going to tell Ryan right now. Brother, look at the camera if you're watching this. Amber is lying. She's telling you that right now in her vials. But Amber vowed to watch Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday football with her husband, Ryan. She vowed that. She said something very similar. Now all she does is complain about watching football. Needless to say, let me get back on task. As I'm sitting there, she told me she cheated on me. So I'm like, damn. All right. Anyway, we end up catching up and we end up watching the show together. This is a phenomenal show. It's called From Scratch. While we were watching this show, a thought occurred to me. India doesn't like horror films because she says she doesn't want to watch anything that's going to make her scared or make her have bad dreams at night. I'm talking about episode six. 
I see my girl over there shedding big boy tears. So I thought to myself, episode seven, seven, it doesn't matter. I'm thinking to myself, you don't want to watch horror films because they make you nervous or scared at night, but you will watch a movie or a show that makes you cry. Where is the logic? Somebody help me out right now. It makes perfect sense. I don't like to be scared. But you like to cry. No, I like a good love story. (laughs) What? But... Every good love story always makes you cry. So? So why do you want to sit up and cry? Like, I don't want to watch anything Maybe really. you should cry. Maybe you would soften up a little bit. Maybe yeah. you could use a cry, too. Here we go. Here we go. You ain't finna be talking about me. Like, hey, obviously, I'm not, talking obviously about I'm not the only person that cried during the show. <laughs> no, listen, I almost shed a tear. The show was good. But... I want you to have that same energy when it comes to watching movies with me that I like. I'm not horror films, suspenseful films, anything like that. I want you to sit down, watch it with me. No. And we get scared. You jump on me, I jump on you. We jump in, I jump out. No. I want to do something like that. No. See, this would be different. It was like, it was such. What? I'm going to give. In case anybody wants to watch it, I'm going to give y'all Spoiler another Spoiler alert. No, nah, go ahead and do it. Huh? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So if you've not watched from, from scratch yet, don't watch it. Yeah. But, you know, when it got to the end of it, mm. it's just a lot of ways that you can, like, compare your own life to. There's a lot of different themes in the show. Like, you can explore oh, marriage, she goes. She goes. Um, difficult in-law relationships, um, carrying family traditions, grief. And so I think that because like my grandmother just passed away from cancer last year, like Big seeing time him, spoiler. <laughs> like I didn't know you were gonna take it all the way there. It was just like the 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 cancer just kind of like dug dug me deep. It took you out. Yeah. So it's a very good show. And then it's and then like even like towards the end of the season, how they went through and I got a question. How they went through and basically it's like them carrying on family traditions and like keeping mm. the family heritage alive. Like it was just too much for you, girl. She lost it. So I'm sitting there and she turns it off. I probably cried like the entire last two episodes. See, she turned it off and it's six and seven, like I said. And I'm like, why are you turning it off? I just couldn't take it. I just can't take it. <laughs> I said, India, what can't you take? It's just too sad. So once again, she turned it off because it was too sad. But she won't even endure a horror film with me for, for 50 minutes. She's been watching this for at least eight hours at this point. No. It took me like a week and a half to get through that series. It took me two days to and watch the first episode. At least eight hours. It's okay, an hour and ten minutes for all that episode. It seemed like I watched it all in the first no, day. No, no, no. My no. bad, my bad, my bad. Um, but no, I don't like horror films. And it just baffles the hell out of me. The hell out of me. I like but. comedies. And see, the thing, the, the, here's the thing. I watched it too early in the day. And I didn't have time to recalibrate with the comedy. And so normally, <laughs> if I, if I watch... Normally, if I watch something that has kind of like fucked me up a little bit, I will go and watch a comedy or like a feel good show. So if I'm watching something with a lot of violence and they like shooting, killing and all of that. Watch that with me. I'm like, I can't go to bed like this. I'm going to turn it on the Cosby show, Sister, Sister, Different World. Like I'd be needing to pick me up after that. But this morning, (laughs) because it was so early, I was watching that. I didn't have a chance to recover because it was time to get Blake dressed for school. <laughs> Her day's been downhill. She's been My emotional. My day's been downhill since I've been crying I'm all talking day. about Carl Thomas over here. <laughs> Summer rain right now. She's been emotional. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about it's been bad all day. But <laughs> in the film, there was one thing that they talked about that I wanted to ask you that you didn't, you didn't even bring up. Hold on, let me go ahead and do this before we get there. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Now, there was an issue with Zoe Saldana's character going to work 
And my man's name is Lino. His character staying at home with his daughter. And within that complex, she was jealous of the relationship that he had with the daughter. Mm-hmm. Is that a natural feeling to be jealous of one parent or another of the relationship that they have with the child? I think so. Okay. Have you ever I been jealous so. of me or have I ever been jealous of you? Let's talk about it. Uh-huh. I, mean, I don't think you've ever been jealous of me unless it was like at the very beginning when he actually was really attached to me. But I tell people all the time, like, Blake is a daddy's boy. Like, It's tough. I just... <laughs> <laughs> he is a daddy's boy. And then sometimes... It hadn't really happened recently. It's kind of flipped. And I don't know if it's because, you know, we have another baby coming. But before I got pregnant, he knew that I was pregnant. He went through a phase where he only wanted Beard to put him to bed. Only me. And so I used to try to go in there and put him to bed and he would scream. Pissed off. Didn't like, want that to happen. And my feelings used to be so hurt because I was just like. I always wanted that. I never had the gut to ask you that, though. No, that would definitely hurt. Now listen, y'all don't understand when I tell you he would yell yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know where that was coming from. I know dad is the fun parent, but he just didn't want any parts of me. But lately, <laughs> it has not been like that at all. Lately, he wants both, both of us. Dual engagement. To be in the room. Yeah. Putting him to bed. Yep. And, and we each have to have a part. So he calls me up there every night to read his bedtime stories. And I don't really like that. I think he's playing my reading skills. <laughs> what they say? They say it be your own kids, right? He's like, I don't want you to read, Dad. I want Mom to read. So he, now, now he only wants me to read the books. And then he used to ask for... Well, I guess the recent thing is like, he'll be like, Mommy, you sing one song, and then Daddy sings the other song. So our... As long as he goes to bed when he's supposed to go to bed, we don't give it. He has a whole routine. Yeah, he does two books, uh, two songs, um, and then he has like a two minute cuddle time. Like he just likes to sit and lay on one of us for two minutes, Mm -hmm. and then he gets in bed. And so he went through this period. Like he's been going through this period where I read the book, I have to sing one song, Bear has to sing one song, and then he'll do cuddle time with Bear, but. I just used to leave the room, and here lately, he's like, no, mommy, I want you to stay in the room. <laughs> she got to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what she watching, but the read thing kind of threw your boy for a loop. Yeah. So, I think, you know, jealousy with the other parent, I think it, I mean, with us, it's, it's obviously happened, because like I said, that did make me, like, really sad. I never knew that, and I didn't have the courage um, to ask, because I didn't want you to feel any worse. <laughs> if it did make you feel bad But I thought you were like Shit yeah I carried him for nine months You can at least get him for nine minutes I'm out this bitch Well no cause bedtime used to be like <laughs> a big thing for us Like yeah. you know I just used to sit in the room And rock him and then When he turned like three It was lit He just was like I don't want you no more <laughs> My dad got the vibes over here I'm trying to go kick it Now mind you we And don't I go am like to a bed. very like firm parent too yeah. though And I think that he You know struggles with that with me Because I'm like This is bedtime This is our routine I like structure This is how it should go When Beard puts him to bed They will be up way past his bedtime And like, I just think night. that now that he's in school In order to avoid Y'all know black kids always have like a hard time in school and they are so quick to pin behavior problems Mm -hmm. on black children. And a lot of times it's just a simple fact that they are not getting enough rest at home. So they're acting out at school or like they're eating too much sugar. So they're acting out at school. (laughs) That's our go-to sugar. And um, so I'm like, I want him to get a full night of sleep so that he can start his day. Beard knows, like, when Blake don't go to bed on time... It's rough. It's a nightmare getting him up in the morning. Just like her. Oh, they are... When it comes to morning behavior, twins. Kendrick spirits, these two are. It's like the only thing that they have exactly in common. And they face a little bit. But other than that, it's like, bro, it's crazy how they act the exact same way. And this morning, Blake, get up. She's calling and wouldn't get up. So I'm here this morning. She's like, can you go get him up? I got up. He playing. 
faking like he was still asleep, then started laughing because he didn't want to get up. Like, bro, come on, dog. But they act just alike in the morning. Yeah. And I mean, there are like other similarities with us. Like, he is very sensitive. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. You calling my boy sensitive? He is sensitive. Why are you sitting there acting like you don't know he's sensitive? <laughs> He's got, he got feelings. He got strong feelings. He, does, he has very big feelings. Let's say that, man. We got his report card. Why I can't card. say that he's sensitive? Nobody want to be sensitive. That is a macho male stupid thing that you're doing no, right now. Nobody wants to hear their son sensitive. Nobody wants to be sensitive but Ralph Tresvan. That's it. A man with sensitivity, a man like me, he has big feelings. Continue on. I think if you have a sensitive kid, you should acknowledge that they are sensitive. Oh, yeah, so I embrace it. Cater to and I do their needs. I do. Do I not? So he is very. I'm a super caterer. I'm Beyonce with the catering. What you mean, cater to you? Anyways, keep going. He does have very big feelings, and so he he's very expressive. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's, that's a fact. And he's kind of like grudgy. He'll hold a grudge, and we just found that out this year. Uh, so he probably does get some of that from me because so there was this there was a kid in his classroom and when he first started school he said this kid was like his best friend like he loved playing with this kid and so after about a month there was like a week that he came home and said something about this kid every day and he was like he said this to me and I didn't like it he, he's been being mean to me, like, you know, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and we, and so had, we had two different answers. We had very different answers. Yeah, we did. And Barrett, because Barrett is very kind, and Barrett also doesn't like confrontation. But, I, but at that point, and I so wanted violence. He was like, Barrett told him, he was like, well, it's okay. He's probably, um, he probably just playing. It's kids, and so I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't know. I said, and I told him in a separate conversation, I said, well, Blake, if he's constantly hurting your feelings, you don't have to play with him. She did. If he can't be kind to you the way that you're being kind to him, you do not have to play with him. And so Barry had to talk with him at school because he walks into school and this kid speaks to Blake and Blake completely ignores him. Blake walked right past cuz. Like. Yeah. Completely ignores him. And so Barry puts him to the side, gives him a talk. And was like, y'all are friends, you know. I thought they this were. Thing. I thought they were the homies. So Bear calls me back and he's super excited about this advice that he's giving Blake. I thought I did the right thing. And I said, did it ever occur to you that he actually really hurt his feelings and that he really doesn't want to be friends with him anymore? I didn't know. I'm thinking I'm parenting 101. Big dad parenting over here. And he Bear gets pissed off at me. I did. Hung up. <laughs> I saw it. I didn't. I didn't. First of all, relationship early. Never hang up on your spouse. Just tell her you'll call her back. You got to reset. I didn't hang up on you. Never have. Well, probably if I can. Never have recently. <laughs> he was like, okay, India. You hung got up it. The phone. You got it. Yeah. yeah. You, got it. Oh, you, you got it. And so I'm like, I'm not going to do this with you because you have to understand, like, even at the young age of four, you still deserve respect. Yeah, and 100%. if he is consistently disrespecting you or making you feel less than or hurting your feelings every day, you don't have to talk to him. But see, I didn't know you can find a different group of friends. That's a fact. I didn't know the extent because every time I take him to school in the morning, once again, morning person over here, she just my girl wake up in a robe. She she looks like a real mom in the morning. <laughs> House robe, bunnet on, one titty hanging out the side of the robe. I'm like, who have you turned into? Who is this 1980s person that I married? Anyway. Baby, I love me a nightgown. I'm talking okay. about, bro. I'm li listen, I love li me a nightgown. Dripping all out. Now this <laughs> pregnancy too? I'm like, come through dripping. Drip, drip. Um, anyway, so when I go to school, this boy is speaking to him. Like out of his head. Blake, Blake, oh, Blake. Like, it was like a cheering section almost. Like he had some fans. So I'm like, man, speak to speak to your friends, bro. I thought that was your friend. Like, talk to him. Y'all might just be playing. Figure it out. Call her. How did he you know he really didn't hurt his feelings? He probably really hurt. All right. Anyway, fast forward. Went to the PTC. I thought it was called PTA, but she corrected me. We went to the parent-teacher conference. Boom. Come to find out. We talking. Blake is doing exceptionally well. Um, and we talking. And then at the end, I asked, I said, so 
Does he play? Now you asked. I asked. You asked it. Yeah. Well, because she was telling us about a couple of kids that he has grown to really like. Like he has one of them just like three kids that he really enjoys yep. playing with. And so I was like, he doesn't play. He does he still play with this kid? And he was. She was like, no, they don't really. No, he doesn't play with him. <laughs> You so look just I knew, like, like it too, how she said it. I knew at that moment that whatever happened, this kid really hurt his feelings. And so I just want to teach him that you don't, first of all, don't let anybody walk over you. And if you yeah. feel like you need to stand up for yourself, then stand up for yourself. Like you don't have to put up with anybody's shit, no matter who it's coming from. Talk to him. And I told him to push him. What? I'm just playing. I didn't say that. Keep going. No. <laughs> Violence. I don't want it. So I, I want him to be confident in himself and yeah. confident in the decisions that he's making. And so if he's saying, well, this, like, though. I don't want to. Because, I mean, forgiveness is one thing. Yes. And I think he has forgiven him. So, like, today I, pick, I picked him up and the kid was standing by the door. and He was like, bye, Blake. And I've, I've seen Blake not speak back. But today Blake was like. You know, by whatever your name is. And it wasn't like excited, but he at least like acknowledged Showed him some love. and he didn't ignore him. Showed him some but love. I think he also recognizes that this is just not who I want to be friends with at this time. Yeah. Okay, I'll make sure somebody I heard somebody in my door. I had to pause for the calls. Then I heard Blake down there talking to somebody. My sister-in-law just came in. But yeah, so all that being said, when we went to the PTC. Parent-teacher conference. One of the best things that the teacher told us about him was he is a confident man, a young, young, young boy. And I'm like, okay, that's what I need to hear. Because I need to hear that. It's one thing that we try to instill and we try to teach, like confidence. Whatever you do, be confident. If you're reading out loud, if you're talking to people out loud, say what you mean, mean what you're saying, stand on it. So I did like that. She you know said that I mean? he's very good at expressing himself. Yeah. And I like that because I don't want, because I'm going to rewind back to me saying that he is like sensitive and he, mm -hmm. you know, he does have big feelings. And so I don't ever want him to shut that down and not be able to say like what's wrong with him. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, no matter how small it is, even if it's, and you know, there's something else that we're working on with him too. Like what is actually worth telling us and what is something that you can figure out on, on your own. But I want him to always be able to come to us because we're not dealing with no bullies. No, nah, ain't no bullies. No, 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 no. Somebody tried to bully me one time, man. They picked up my whole car in high school and put it on the sidewalk. Mind you. I told you this story, right? No. They just picked up my car, put it on the sidewalk. But shout out to Dane Dane. And uh, it was, anyway, make a long story list on. I got I got into a little beef with some with some dudes over a girl, and they were a little bit bigger. And it was anyway, make a long story list on. I had these jokes though. <laughs> Lit them up. Literally, got the fighting by, got the fighting behind it. And now me and the homie, we cool. But got the behind my car being picked up and put on the sidewalk. Had a geo prism, nineteen ninety seven, on seventeen. So it was a group of guys. Uh, yeah, we, it was the main guy. Then he had his homies pick the car and put it on the sidewalk. Like, bro, that was well, that was a good trick. Ha ha! Like, nigga, I just drive the car off the sidewalk, dumbass nigga. Anyway, this neither here nor there. <laughs> had a flashback. Speaking of flashbacks, I forgot to talk about something. When we first got on the mic, Indy said, "Did your breath stink?" I'm like, bro. <laughs> Which is so coincidental because in my phone, <laughs> I had a question that I heard this morning from the Breakfast Club. Well, the reason why I asked is because my nose, like this entire pregnancy, this I just have a very like heightened sense of smell. And I can smell everything right now. <laughs> and the funny part about it, I know my breath probably didn't stink because every time I take these in and out, I got to brush my teeth. So I'm like, nah, I just brush my teeth like... Shit, I don't know. 45 minutes ago, just about. But I did eat something else, though, too. I did. So, hey, who knows? But you on ate the break, sour cream and onion chips? Nah, you didn't get none. You got some? Well, you asked for sour cream and cheddar. They didn't have those, so I got sour cream and onion. Oh, you throw them shit, so I'm definitely not eating them. I eat organic chips. They are. They're baked. Nah, but are they the simply ruffled kind? They're simply something. But nah, I eat organic. See, I don't even eat chips anymore because I'm trying to, you know, get this body all the way tight for the summertime. I almost said what the baby was again. Um, but anyway, back to what I was trying to say. Now I'm throwing off. The Breakfast Club this morning. 
They were talking about being musty and being stinky. And do you know when you're musty or when you're stinky? And that made me want to think about you. Like, have I ever been so smelly that you want to tell me, but you didn't have the courage to tell me? Mm -hmm. I have? You lie. never been there. You're crazy as hell. When? When? After the gym. Oh, well, this And different. then it's like your overall, like, just gym clothes. Like, they just oh, stink. Yeah, let me just smell hard. We talked about that. Um, and now. And then can the I other thing would be, like, the breath. Like, sometimes you just, like, roll over in the middle of the night and I'm, like, facing you. And so your mouth, you always sleep with your mouth open. Like, but I don't, I don't know snore. if you know that. You sleep with your mouth wide open. But do I snore, though? Only if you're sick. But do I snore? Yes, I know it's good. Only if you're sick. Okay. Like if you're not feeling well. Or if you're like <laughs> dog tired. But other than that, no, you don't <sighs> snore. But you roll over and your mouth is just wide open. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Please roll back over. It's but I, right. I normally just roll back over because I'm like, because if I fall asleep, I don't want to be breathing in your face. Either. I want somebody to talk about it. <laughs> and I sleep, I think I sleep lower than you. I sleep, yeah, I sleep lower than you sleep. Anyway, maybe have a flashback this morning. They were talking about that. And once again, the story from my childhood, it was this girl. We were in the mall. The homeboy was talking to one of them. Her name was Patrika. That's a weird name. Y'all might go out there and try to find a girl. I didn't mean to say her name. But she had a group of friends with her. One of the friends, since we here now, let's do it. Candice was the other girl's name. I had braces at the time. And I kid you not, I had on all my fly, fly gear. Tummy heel figure down. <laughs> That was back in the, the early 2000s. Don't worry about when it was. Tommy Hill figured up, though, when my mom had dropped us off at the mall. We walking in the mall about to meet these girls. And I'm talking to I'm thinking we had a grand old time. We all over the mall, food court, like, had I got my hair braided the next day. I mean, that, that day for the, you know what I'm saying? For the girl. Anyway, the next day I call her up. She didn't pick up the phone. I'm like, damn. Oh, Lord. I thought we had a good time. Shit, the next day I, I, I hit her up again. She ain't pick up the phone. With no texting back then. So I can't even say I texted. <laughs> I'm calling, laying lines, trying to get in contact with her. I told the homeboy to ask, I, I asked her, but Tricky, what was going on? Come to find out. She told the homie my breath was stinking. <laughs> Bro, come on, man. <laughs> I'm mad enough to say that on this microphone right now. I carry gum around in my car. How many packs of gum do I have in my car? <laughs> A That's lot. the reason right there. If you ever get in my car and you're like, damn, why you got so many packs of gum? That's why. Also, man, rest in peace to my dog. He used to have mouthwash in his car. And you know I got that mouthwash in my car. You do keep mouthwash in your car. My dog used to carry mouthwash in his car with him. Oh, I can't believe that, homie. It's my Chris here? Yes. Oh, really? That's where I got that from. It just hit. Oh, man. Goodness great. Anyway, I say all that to say. If you don't know you stinky, um, or you, if you think you might stink, because you might be nose blind, you need to ask somebody. It's but it's tell really them the braces. You. I feel like everybody like yeah, had with little, the braces. Little it was the braces. With the braces. Like you had to be vigilant about. And I wasn't. Your dental hygiene when you have have braces, yeah. like because I had them, and you know you you contain a lot of spit in your mouth. You like shit all in, there, all up in here with it and shit like in the yeah, brackets. Yeah, and then like, shit, uh, I was going to say, I had the brackets, so I had to floss through the brackets. Oh, but these are new. This is a new thing right here. This is new. It's not, you know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, if you, if you was, teenagers probably shouldn't even have braces because I was lazy. I never flossed my teeth with them braces. This shit was hard yeah. to go through the brackets, the floss, like, I ain't time for all this. So my breath was probably stinky too. I can't believe she didn't tell me though. Like I thought we were cool. Come to find out, I saw her years later too, and um, she missed the bus at that point. <laughs> but I did see her years later, like years later. I see it. Like, I guess she's doing good. Anyway, but I the had question to talk is, about if that. you if you meet somebody, yeah, and they got everything right, yeah, they look nice, okay. dress nice, like good career, good conversation, and they breath stink. Are you willing to say, or they have a bo? Yeah, are you willing to tell them that they stink to nah. continue on whatever this is? Are you done after that first encounter? Like, no. I know you talk about me being shallow hell. <laughs> but if they fine enough, I'm going to have to let them know, man. Hey, listen, baby, you too fine to be smelling like this. Don't get mad at me, <laughs> but I'm about to take you. But see, when you tell her, listen, fellas, if you tell your lady that, go ahead and have her a care package. Ask one of your homegirls, like if India was, India's, you know, me and her were just dating and um, she had everything going, but she stink. 
I would ask Ashley, hey, tell me what to buy, what smells good, what to get. I'll make her a care package, and I'll say, listen, I'm giving you this out of respect for you. You stink, but I still want to get in that pink. Come on, somebody. And, you know, BO is, is another thing because while, you know, different. some people do have, like, health issues and they can't really control yeah. it um, or it's hard for them to control, I've never been out and I didn't realize that I smell bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I first made my transition to natural deodorant, I used, as soon as I felt sweat... I let her know that shit, Under my armpits. Queen, you stink. Get your ass away from me. Like, like I I was having to take multiple showers a day to get that under control. Yeah. And I don't have no issues, but even still, like, I know when I stink. still natural deodorant? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, listen, look at that. (laughs) Yeah, I never went back. So you gotta go through the wall. After I had that little, um... Yeah, I mean, y'all know, like, when you, y'all know what they say about regular deodorant, aluminum, you know, cancer, and all that stuff. After I had that breast scare last year, I don't even think we ever talked about that, but you I did. had a little breast scare last year. I'm like almost 32. I've already had a mammogram. Like, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let's just eliminate what we can here. <laughs> so that's, that's why I switched. And that's why I wouldn't complain. <laughs> because I know why she was doing it. And I was waiting for you to tell it. I don't think you ever told that story, but yeah, she had a little. A little knot in there, little yeah, it was know, a little, uh, little knot right there. You know what I mean? It was a, it was, it wasn't. So, women really like feel your titties, like feel them, like feel them up and down. Um, mm-hmm. So, first thing I had, it was like a small little lump, but it was like a pea sized lump, and so the, it never grew. So mm-hmm. they determined that that was like a something left over from when I was breastfeeding a milk Blake. Milk. Like yes, and so. I I actually remember like when that happened, we flew out of town to Jamaica. I was nursing Blake and he bit me. And then like a month or two after that, I I think I stopped breastfeeding him shortly after (laughs) that. Um, And then I noticed like in that spot, it was like a little lump, but I was still concerned about it. So they, you know, we monitored that the next year, which would have been last year. um, I had a thickening in my breast. So it wasn't a lump. It's just the breast tissue felt thicker. It felt different. Went, got that done. We started with an ultrasound. Then we went on to a mammogram. And then I had to get it by. They found something. I had to get it biopsy. It was a benign papilloma. I ain't know what that was. I was there the whole time. Fellas, if you can, and if your woman has a scare like that, you got to go with her every appointment. You ain't got to know nothing. Just sit there and pretend. Shake your head. Do this. Yeah. So it was a benign papilloma, and it's still there. So basically, we have to monitor it. And I was supposed to be getting my mammograms, I think, like every six months. Well, I never got to do the follow-up one because I got pregnant, had the miscarriage. Got and then I got again. pregnant, like, like again, like, shortly after that. And so, right now, I'm just doing what I can and praying that it's fine. So, after I have the baby, after I breastfeed, then I can <laughs> go and get it removed. I'm like, I, I, I can't be stressed out. Then we'll get some silicone in them things. After this, after this baby, we'll Ain't get them no things damn silicone. And took. Are you I thought crazy? you said we had a breast lift after this baby. A breast lift is not silicone. You're talking about breast implants. I'm not interested so in that. So what's the difference? A breast lift, they literally pick the skin up and lift it up. Oh, your Dr. Miami got you on that. It's light. It's light. <laughs> it's light work. We get that about 1500 right there probably, ain't it? I don't know. But anyways, like I said, feel on your titties. If you feel like something Go is with it, like... Fellas. Yeah, them ain't the type of appointments you want to do by yourself. You got to go with her. I'm telling you. That's just not. (laughs) That's my relationship. I'm going to say it again. If your lady is going through any kind of health complications where it is very scary for breast-related, anything like that, shit, ultrasound, anything you can go, go with her. Go. I missed one today. I'm mad at myself. I missed one today. But go with her. So last year was like, last year was so stressful. It went went from like my grandma to like breast issue mm-hmm. that took like a couple months to even figure out what was going on pregnant like listen y'all I'm tired 
<laughs> don't tired. wave the white flag, Queen. You gotta be here with us. No, I'm not waving the white flag. Okay, I'm just saying, talk about like, it. I, it's like you be like, I need some good news. Yeah. <laughs> but thank God, this pregnancy has been going really well. Yeah. The only thing now we, is that the baby is Frank Breach. We'll talk about that next episode. <laughs> we're going to have gonna, to talk about another we, episode. We're we going to pause. We're going to put a pin. That was my next episode <laughs> like, to talk about. I was going to say. Just jumping all over my topics right now. What is y'all get, after y'all hear this, go Google a picture. Of don't, don't, that's chill. That's next episode. Boy, she be letting it fly. She, she got diarrhea today. And she has been having diarrhea too. It's I have thing. been having she, diarrhea. All right, all right, all right. Relax. You getting too free. Woo! You gotta bring her back in. She had like she me or something. I'm her. What's going on? Yeah. All the things is going on right now. <laughs> now, real quick though. Before we we're not gonna leave yet, but I do want to talk about something. Coincidentally, I just mentioned that we need to go with her if you can. Go with your woman. But sometimes you gotta work. I understand that. Coincidentally, I had this on today. Didn't even realize. What I had on right now. I had this on because I went to the gym speaking of stinky. I probably smell a little bit bad right now because I got my gym clothes on. That's why I didn't feel like changing clothes. Anyway, Tom Brady, the GOAT, lost his marriage because of his career. My question to you, can your career cost you your family? And what should you do to prevent that from happening? You tell me what TB12 should have done. Doug And I'm going to tell you. First of all, he's already old. I mean, he's not old, but he's old in football years. And okay. his wife had already told him, like, what the deal is. Like, okay. we got a family. I want to spend more time. Like, I think she had already said all those things. And he, you know, was like, okay, I'm retiring. And so, the you know, there are people in this world where their life is their career. Mm. Um, and that's unfortunate because when it's time for you to leave this place, <laughs> all you have is your career. And that's not what I would like. Like, I feel like my family, my kids, like that that's what's most important to me. Mm-hmm. Not, not my career. Like, there's not a job on this earth that would come before my family. Yeah. It's just not. Um, no matter how much the, the no matter what the payout is, but he's it's, it's not even about the money for him because they yeah. got all the money. They in got, the I'm world. gonna say they got all the money on both ends. So for him, not even just him, her too. <laughs> so for him, it's mainly about the passion, something he loves, something he trained. It's uh, the only thing he knows is football. Would basically now I have to sacrifice the only thing that I, I've loved for the last. I don't know, 15, 17 years, and now to come back home, and I still can play football, and I know I can play. Well, Is it selfish of her to ask him to stop playing? I mean, I really don't, because we also don't know the details of this. Okay, we don't. We, we also don't. don't know what's going on in their home. And so he's getting to an age 12. now. Ain't nothing going on. He's getting to an age now where it's like, no matter how good you can still play, it's probably just not safe. Yeah. Like okay, I'm with you now. Now, see, now you got me. At any given moment, like you have an injury, like the older you get, it's gonna become harder for you to recover from that. So she's probably also looking at it. It's like I'm out, I'm losing you to the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, it's a lose lose either way. Whether you stay healthy or whether you get hurt, like uh, like I'm losing either way. So what if he would have got home, retired when he said he was going to retire, got home, sat down, birthday, soccer game, football game, became a stay-at-home dad, did all of the dad things, right? But now she faces some resentment that he has towards her because now every time he look at the game, like, damn, man. I can't leave football alone. The game needs me. He's looking at the game like I can still do this. Now he's upset with her. So I feel like this was inevitable. It was going to happen either way. I feel like this is going to be one of them situations where he looks back and says, I should have listened to you. Because we also know that sometimes like... (laughs) We've talked about how like sometimes like wives have insight. And can yeah. like see, you know, what may happen before it happens. Like we we've talked about that before. We have, we have. Um, 
I said insight, foresight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she's probably looking at this situation like, I just, like, I just don't want to stick around for this. Yeah. I don't. Like, and this is not what I envision. How old is Giselle? Giselle, she got to be like in her 40s too, right? TB12, 45. Let me see how old Giselle Bunchin. Let's see. But she, her main thing was you say like. he's 45, yeah. right? And how old is she? I'm looking it up. Give me a second. 42. She's 42. Three years. Three 42. Years, yeah. But they have both been in careers where they've worked so hard for so long. And that's what I'm saying. And she's probably like, I'm ready to just live like a normal life now. Yeah. Yeah. But and unfortunately, what, he's not ready to do that. Yeah. She said she wants him at home with her and the kids being a dad. And I get it. Like, She's had to sacrifice all this so he can be the best NFL player of all time. He can go out there and set all type of records. But now it's his turn to come home and be with the family. He's not ready because he feels that he can still play at an elite level. And that's what gets me. If you can do something so well, you're the best at it and you can continue to do it. And this is all you know. Matter of fact, St. Pilates. You're killing Pilates right now. You the best. You are. You put the pill in Pilates. You're killing this shit right now. The best they ever do it. If I tell you, I want you to come on with the second baby because you're doing too much. What you gonna tell me? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? You don't have I'm to. The best but you wouldn't have to tell me that though. Like, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, and again, I also believe in balance. He's probably just lacking the balance. Hmm. And I also saw a clip the other day that talked about married single moms. That's a thing too. Oh, for sure. Like a lot of women are married and are single moms, and she could be feeling that too. Like we don't know how present he is with the kids. You and, got that type you know, of money. You got maids and nannies. That was, that's what Kanye was saying. About I understand that. Like, you maids. have maids and nannies, but it still doesn't compare to having your actual parents oh, there. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you for sure. I'm with you. You know, so he's he's on the road all the time. Like, he's playing football. He's in practice. He's, you know, whatever. And, you know, kids get to a certain point, and it's like they need their parents. Like, that mm. middle school age can go left real quick. <laughs> because I, I've known plenty of middle school kids to be doing hard-ass drugs. Like, to just get so lost. Mm. And if you ain't slowing down for your wife, at least slow down for the kids. Like, it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. I don't think that like really busy parents realize how important those years are. I yep. mean, really, like, all the years, but middle school, that's a different beast. That is a different beast. But going back, should there be an ultimatum, though? Like, I can't, you can't give me an ultimatum, like, hey, either you're picking the game or you're picking your... My boy got eight rings, including his wedding ring. She took one from him, now he got seven rings. I mean, you don't have to call it an ultimatum, but also understand... I don't have to stay here for this. That's a fact. That's you know, a fact. so it's like I think it was. It may be coming across as an ultimatum, right. but I've already told you like what I needed from you, and there's also no telling how long she's been saying this. That's a, right. There you go. Okay. Like I, you know, when people have when people have been together for that long and they have built so much together, it is not an an overnight decision to get a divorce. Like Tia and her uh, husband, Corey Hardrick. Yeah. That shit was no overnight decision. Them folks oh, yeah. been str- probably oh, been yeah. struggling for years. I don't think it's ever an overnight decision. When me and you were beefing, we were beefing every day. I looked at you, looked at me, mm, I can't wait to leave. I can't wait to leave you either. Nigga. Yeah, so. We just had to get it together. She's probably she's probably been saying this same shit since she been blue in the face and was like, you know what? I just got to go ahead and I, do yeah. it. Yeah. I got to go in. But I like the way they did it, though. You know, a lot of couples go on social media. Fame is big-time couples. They both had their PR team write up a glowing press release for Instagram, put it all over the place. So I respect that. But when it comes to my family and my career, I'm picking my family first every time. If anybody were to come right now and tell me, hey, I need you to quit. I'm like, well, listen, we got we to gotta sell some butt on OnlyFans. Let's go ahead and make us an OnlyFans page right now. Pop it off, prig in a leg. 
Like you pregnant, I'm in the leg. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, we can for sure do that. So I'm just gonna put it out there. There you go. Now, real fast, before we depart, this last topic I wanted to ask you: what, what's the most memorable Halloween you've ever had? It's the most memorable Halloween you've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yep, that one right there. Go ahead and see. I know what you're about to say. Um, there's two that six sticks out for me. Okay. One, I was very young, staying in Orange Mound. Whoa, whoa, now. We stayed in this house directly across the street from Davis Community Center. So if you from Memphis, Davis Community Center, there used to be a house on the corner with bushes that came all the way <laughs> up. Man, don't nobody know this is a worldwide where, podcast. So where because a lot of people from Memphis listen to the podcast. It was a house across the street from Y'all about to go out there and find from that house. Davis Community Center on Prescott Street. They went, the bushes went all the way up, so you couldn't even see like the actual house. Um, but whoever who they cut them bushes down, and it just made me so sad. Y'all ever go to y'all hometown and ride past where y'all used to stay and just be like, I can't believe they did this shit to the house. <laughs> That's how I Friday. feel in both houses that I used to live in in Memphis. But, anyways, um, so we didn't have costumes. I did not come from a family. I don't know what you used to wear. Who bought costumes? Like we didn't do that. You threw eggs, didn't you? Um, no. And so my mom. I'm sorry. I don't even think we were going trick or treating this year, and we asked to go. Me and Daryl. Um, and she was like, "Okay." She went in her closet to figure out like what she could do, and she um, she tied like this scarf around my waist. Um, and made it like a skirt and put this little top on and then she like wrapped my hair up put these like big gold hoops on me and like this blush and like this gold lipstick and I was a gypsy <laughs> and I was like so excited about that costume <laughs> it was nice I was so excited about that costume that she Damn. just came. and then like looking back older I realized like it just that's just what she had in the house and was like cool this is what we gonna be man we a gypsy um, today so we went trick-or-treating that year. And another time was like, me and Daryl had gotten too old to go trick-or-treating. Um, but Alexis was young. So yeah. mom was like, okay, y'all take Alexis to go trick-or-treating. And so we drove to them big-ass houses over off Poplar and went trick-or-treating. This is a regional podcast. So Poplar is a very popular street in Memphis. You think? <laughs> And uh, there's an area on Poplar where there's these really big houses and they're old. Like, like this, that's where the old money is. Like, it's, it ain't number old money. We went trick-or-treating on there and my mom let me drive the car. She let me drive her car. And, but I got out with Alexis and Daryl and them folks had the biggest candy. Like, they had full-size <laughs> candy. Like, we we had the good shit that year. The the, pe- the M&M's with the peanuts, the Reese's, the Snickers. So, you like, went crazy we candies. all the good candy. Y'all see what she Sugar said? treating over there. But yet and still won't let my son eat, eat hardly any candy. Every time he get candy, he can't eat it. He can't eat it. But listen to what she's saying when she was a kid. I though. let him eat candy in moderation. He doesn't have to overdo it. He don't. He won't. He doesn't. He does because he doesn't. you let him eat candy before vegetables. Rock boys in the building. That's what we do. This is why he prefers his daddy. Come on, now. just you want child to know that. You better any ass with the wildest alarm set on her phone. <laughs> that alarm. Can I tell him what it just said? She has a alarm set to remind her to pray for people. I mean, I guess it's good. Let me. <laughs> Got the phone went off in the middle of a podcast. It said, "Pray for blank." <laughs> I don't, I, <laughs> I don't. I hustle people's phones. You never know what you're gonna get. But I kind of glanced down because I didn't know what was going on. Pray. I'm like, all right, you got to pray, pray just to make it today. If you know, you know. Um, real quick, my most <laughs> memorable Halloween was. I'm gonna kind of piggyback off of you what you said at first. I was a ninja turtle with my mom. She put this blue thing around my head. And we, I thought I was a Leonardo. I was cold that year. But then after that, as I grew up, when you were left out one time mm-hmm. and you came back over to the crib. When I was in college. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was, I, back in the day, she was she was wild. Don't let her fool y'all with this mom talk. This mom she turned into. My girl used to drop it off at the blink of her eye. You feel me? But now, 
Her eyes don't even blink. Look how straight her eyes are. Your eyes don't even blink now. This is crazy. It's because she's just annoying me. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's just, just crazy. He's just annoying me. I remember, me. though, you were left eye. You I had was the left side eye. eye. You yeah. was easy. I know. Yeah, if we, hey, it was easy that night. Um, But before we depart, real fast, we, we got to go. We got to take my kid uh, trick-or-treating. Speaking of, Dang, what time I had does trick-or-treating start this year? I had a scare. Um, Speaking of candy, I forgot to tell you this story in the beginning of the pod. Never let your kid eat round candy. That's what I'm going to say. People say a kid may choke. It can happen. Listen to me and listen to me well before we go hit the streets real fast. I gave Blake this little warhead type candy. It was called a zap, but it was a warhead, basically. I've never even heard of a zap, but for whatever reason, he had like 15 of them shits in his bag. It was cheap as shit. He had a lot of them. I'm like, ah, he's like, damn, look at that. He's like, we get what you want you want. He picked his app. I said, Blake, man, listen, I'm gonna give you this, but I'm gonna trust you enough not to swallow it. I won't swallow it, Dad. Boom. I'm on the phone on a work call, taking him from school. All of a sudden, I look back in the back seat, and all I see was <laughs> my boy had got choked. Blood shot. I'm talking about he was this color red. He was turning blue. I yanked over in somebody's yard, popped him in his chest. He's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. When I tell you my life, you t- I thought my life was over. I really thought my life was I thought my because something happened to him, the inevitable. Oh, I was out of here with him. I was out of here. Couldn't be me. Say all that to say, be safe tonight. I hope y'all was safe. Cause oh, y'all, y'all know I wouldn't have gave him the candy. First of all, I'm not gonna give him nothing. I ain't never, I've, I've never heard of. I thought about her the whole time. I said, "What is a zap?" I tasted it. It's like a warhead to me. So, anyway, <laughs> never happened again. Um, <laughs> India, tell the oh before I leave. Listen, my homegirl got a holiday pop up shop, and I was supposed to be DJing it for too. Shout out to my girl Sharia, man. And I'm so sad that I can't DJ. It's a holiday pop-up shop, and it is on November 5th at 12 to 4 o'clock. She makes cool-ass, ugly Christmas sweaters and scarves and everything. Like, for the holidays, go out there, scoop some up from the home, girl. You gonna tell them where it is? Yeah, my bad. It's at the uh, 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 Holistic Collection, and it's going to be 4019 Lebanon Pike, Hermitage, Tennessee. Got holiday sweaters, socks, scarves, oh, giveaways. Is. And is it nice? It's like heading to where um, Phil and Charity old apartment was. There it is. Y'all pull up on my girl. I was supposed to be DJing. Unfortunately, I told y'all I had a tragic situation that happened to me that I have to go home and tend to. You know what I'm saying? One of the homies, God bless his soul, is up in heaven right now lifting all the weights. I already know what he getting into right now. Anyway, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. You know the vibes. You can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow She and Our Podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message at She and Our Podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Go check out the visual vibes. They're there. Go over to YouTube right now. Subscribe. Like. Tell a friend, tell a friend to tune the hell on in. In the meantime, in between time, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 she I, 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 I,